0: Welcome to the Augmentation of Man, where we are bringing the future. And this is Renee and Kent Miller,
1: who are hosting this. Yes, we're going to talk about some serious stuff today. It is serious. Yeah, earth changes and things that are coming and how to prepare. And, and also,
0: we're going to talk about the... Um, the climate change also and what our guides are saying is causing the climate change. It's
1: all related.
0: It is. It's all related. And so is the restructuring of earth that we've talked about. So we're going to try and kind of bring it all together. We're going to talk
1: about uh, the things that you really need in your emergency packs, but things that we suggest that you need in your emergency packs um, to keep a pack of these things on hand so if something does happen you are somewhat prepared
0: at least for the major things
1: yeah so we're going to cover a few
0: of those things that we recommend that you think about getting stocked up on um, just to make your life a little bit easier should something happen um, as far as some of these earth changes are concerned if they come your way and so we're going to turn this into a powerpoint and you can share the PowerPoint? this is climate and earth changes what the guides have predicted what they have to say
1: and so, so we, we concerned about the weather pattern changes and how how they're taking place and why
0: the ancients call it a weather pattern change, and they've been talking about this since back in, I believe it was no, no. 2007, they they have no. um, informed us that there was going to be weather changes, rain pattern changes, um, and, and lots of earth change. Yeah,
1: climatic, climatic change. So well, what is the definition things, of climate? Well. Climate is the um, prevailing weather conditions as in a particular region, as temperature, air pressure, humidity, precipitation, sunshine, cloudiness, wind, throughout the year. But in its, but they take an average over several years and say this is what we see is coming or mm-hmm. what is happening.
0: So that's the definition of climate, and so what we're saying when we say climate change is that there's a change in any um, one or more of these things. So temperature, air pressure, humidity, et cetera.
1: Yeah, we were just discussing yesterday the, the changing of the ocean current, that, that actually um, the sun helps change it in different things from outside of Earth. And we this change is actually the the uh, weather patterns change mm-hmm.
0: so um, like we said our guides have spoken about this for years of the coming uh, changing weather patterns that it would become hotter and that the rain patterns would change
1: rain patterns mean it's becoming wetter in some areas and a lot drier than others
0: yes <clears throat> yet yeah um, They, uh, our our spiritual guides, the ancients, have consistently said that this is not due to carbon. So we'll get into um, what they do say is causing it. Um, What we um, want to start with is what the normal cycles um, of weather patterns, how they're created. And according to Noah, You have a neutral weather season, and then you have El Niño and La Niña climate patterns that develop over the Pacific Ocean, and they affect the the weather and climate worldwide. And these are- The ocean currents. uh, They're air currents Mm -hmm. that develop off of the west coast of uh, the Americas, And they move in a westerly direction. So they move toward Australia and Asia in that direction. And they form this pattern where it starts out where the air currents are close to the oceanic uh, surface water. And then as it gets to just north of Australia, there's a massive up. Take of this air and with it the evaporated water up into the higher atmosphere and from there it splits and divides and part of it goes east and part of it goes west and then it forms a circular pattern but then it has other branches that go out over the earth and when you have a change in the directional pattern then you have a um, a change in where the rainfall is right
1: because the the surface water temperatures change Mm -hmm. which affects the ocean currents
0: and yeah and so you have this interaction between the ocean temperature and the air temperature and then you have rainfall that is um that comes out of that also and so we recommend you get on the NOAA's um website for more information on that we're just going to touch on it briefly okay and so now um we get into some messages that we had um, received so we were told rain patterns will be changed and you notice the, the wording of it Will be changed. Will be changed, not will change, but will be changed. And
1: we can see right now, there are places in the world that are not normal for snow or heavy rain, and there are places in the world that are not normal for extreme dry conditions.
0: Or it's normally, uh, uh, in the case of like California, normally doesn't get a lot of rainfall, but now they've... Gone to severe drought. Yeah,
1: and like uh, um, Southeast Asia or even Asia, mm-hmm. different rains or even snow and winter, things that normally don't happen. Yeah, and
0: there's flooding going on all over oh. the world. So if, you know, there's a website that has a weekly update of everything that's going on in the world um, as far as weather and earth related changes and that is called was it two
1: preachers no it was um, earth um i can't remember earth uh no it was two pre- well there's two pre- sites there's two one is two preachers and one is earth um i can't remember earth changes or earth well, um, check the, out the yeah.
0: youtube for two preachers because um they do a weekly update i think on friday's And it's just a visual of um, all these videos that they collect online and and compile them together of things that are happening around the world. Right.
1: Things that are taking place during a particular period Mm -hmm. um, in the last two or three days around the world. Some massive
0: things are going on. So the guide tells us, ponder what I have given you to a perspective analysis of understanding the RAIN patterns and DNA sequential changes of pattern and numerical event. So this is not presented in a way that we normally speak. The syntax is different. The language is different and it's a fluid language. So they, they take, um, Greek and Latin root words and construct new compound words. So it involves a lot of um, trying to decipher what the meaning is. So what I'm getting out of this is that the DNA sequential changes of due to the pattern, rain pattern changes and numerical events. So when we talk about DNA being upgraded, we're talking about the, um, the geometry that's involved in the expression of that DNA being uh, more complicated and more sophisticated to bring about an upgrade in DNA. So I pose this question, how do rain pattern changes relate to DNA changes? Yeah,
1: so the rain patterns are consequential diagnostic tools for development of various DNA change. So looking at the rain patterns, they are used as a diagnostic tool around the world that shows possible develop the development, not the change but the development of the uh, DNA, possibly DNA changes that are happening to all, obviously say, all organic uh, matter.
0: Okay. So DNA reacts to vibrational trudence of each pattern. So trudence would be... The, um, what, the truth of what makes a thing a thing. And given the variances of many that are available, a tuning fork in its application. And so they're, what they're saying is that even the rain patterns present a variation in vibration. So as the rain patterns change, it's also affecting the vibration of that area. And so um, there's much more that humanity has to learn as far as how we interact with the earth, how our DNA is dialed into the earth and how these earth changes are going to affect our DNA in something as simple as the rain patterns changing. It's it's really hard to wrap your head around something like that. Water
1: changes everything.
0: Lack of water
1: changes everything. And if we go
0: to that study that was done, I can't remember, I believe he was a a man from Japan where he used certain words and uh, photographed um, ice crystals with the in the presence of certain words and
1: and, and those changes.
0: the negative connotation would create a um a very um, disoriented, disoriented, disoriented pattern yeah. whereas something like the word love would create a beautiful more organized pattern and so um, water has the effect. Yeah, we yeah. have to understand that there is some sort of vibrational attunement between um, the, the water and ourselves and our bodies, of course, being um, very high in water content.
1: Yeah, so in, in the head of this is in light of severe drought conditions in, in the West and resulting fires. And they had to ask, "What is causing the changing rain pattern?" And, and the answer is, "So what the the
0: um, ancients had told us was that it's a changing ocean currents, and the outcome is weather changes." Yeah. And so, uh, again, we're getting back to this um, reference to Noah and the um, the the air currents, okay, and those um, air currents interacting with the water currents, and the temperature of the water is going to change the ocean currents.
1: Yeah, so what's causing the changing ocean currents? It's prolific movement, the extreme movement, mass energy proliferation causing movement of atmospheric distortion.
0: And so and, let's break that down. Okay. So a proliferation means it's proliferating. Okay. This movement is 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 being heightened. It's right. exaggerated, and it's being caused by this mass, mass energy, energy proliferation that is coming in toward the Earth from outside the Earth, now, she says causing outside, a movement
1: in our when, atmosphere. When she says outside, that could be outside the Earth from. Anywhere from the opposite uh, Milky Way or beyond, or our own Sun, that's right. creating these different these different effects.
0: And as you can see here, uh, the next question was: Is the mass-energy proliferation caused solely by the Sun, or is it a combination of other energies, including the Sun? And the answer was: Combination of sources penetrating this sphere. And so I want to add something here um, because at one point they uh, one of our guides was telling us some years ago that if you um, change what's going on in the ionosphere, including the directional pattern of the um, electromagnetic field, you are going to change the weather. So if you have an incoming energy coming into The earth and it is blowing our ionosphere around and changing the electromagnetic flow, you are also going to have a change in weather patterns. So, next,
1: where are we at here? What's causing the increased volcanic activity? And again, things are coming up from outside this sphere, including the sun, increases the volcanic activity, which increases the, the volcanic activity doesn't increase the tremors and the earthquakes, but the movement of the plates and the tremors increase the volcanic activity, whether on, on whether the volcanoes
0: out of the ocean or under the ocean. So they, they kind of go hand in hand. And again, this is getting back to the um, atmospheric distortion interacting. So you have um, an ionized uh, field in the ionosphere, which is charged particles and taken from another meditation and a lesson mm-hmm. um, that we got years ago is that ionosphere interacts with the iron core or the magma. And so when you have a um, some sort of, like, say, CME, or you have some other energy coming in, because right now we've got a lot of cosmic rays coming in also.
1: And, and, and lower uh, CMEs, lower clocks.
0: And it it is... Um, blowing that ionosphere around in our electromagnetic field and distorting it that is interacting with the the magma core and causing it to move it becomes excited
1: It, 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 it causes the, as the ancients call it it's a lubricating effect it moves it more and like I said our land masses are floating on the earth we' we're, we are not completely attached to the core. There's magma, magma between the landmass and the core. And as this magma moves, everything else moves where, where it's um, path of least resistance. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's increasing the volcanic activity as it's doing so. So we have to yeah, look sure. at things as everything is connected So whatever is coming at us from outside is interacting with our our ionosphere, which is distorting our electromagnetic field, which is causing, it's interacting with the iron in the magma and causes that to move, which is exciting volcanic activity and possibly creating more earthquakes as well.
1: The the tremors, earthquakes, the smaller earthquakes and the tremors which happen constantly in these volcanics within the ocean or outside the ocean, but these ocean volcanoes are contributing to the um, the ocean warming. Or well, the ocean um, patterns, the the, the, the
0: ocean currents patterns, yeah. Which is changing the weather as well. Which is changing the
1: weather outside the ocean.
0: And so when you see, you know, we've got La Nina or El Nino years, um, that's going to, those, uh, the temperature of the ocean and the air currents and the changing ocean currents is going to affect where that rainfall occurs. So um, that's going to change rainfall patterns and dry areas may become drier, they may become wetter, they may start flooding, and you may have, um, uh, you know, areas that traditionally got a lot of water that will become drier.
1: Yeah, and as you've noticed lately in the news, there has been at least four, maybe five, at least seven, at least seven earth, magnitude earthquakes around the world it is so really amping are, up things are ramping up
0: and so the question is do underwater volcanoes also change ocean currents and they said that yes that is a contributing
1: movement so well, now um about the massive fires what's yeah. causing well there are many causes of these uh, these fires when the weather changes which creates more lightning so you got lightning fires but you've got severe but drought and all severe, these trees well, that are dead. Yeah, the trees that are dying and lightning starts a fire. Or you've got arsonists
0: mm-hmm. They
1: get a kick out of starting fires. Uh, Kent's retired firefighter. <laughs> so. Or you've got uh, uh, old electrical lines, older, and they're not kept up. In, Such in, as in the PG&E. But PG&E. Yeah. And, yeah, on and, the West Coast, the PG&E lights, is... The um, cause fire. There's, many, yeah. there's many causes of, of a very large fire. Now, a very large fire can get very much larger if they are ignored in the first three or four days or one week after some small amount of smoke, which means firefighters think, oh, we don't have to mess with that because that doesn't... That doesn't um, um, meet the requirements of, of sending somebody out there wrong any amount of smoke in a forest should be cause for alarm and sent people there right away to contain it if you don't this is what happens to northern california this is what happened to many fires in california
0: Plus, they, uh, there was a period of time where they had abandoned their they, um, the fire mitigation right. strategy so, and let everything become right. overgrown. So this is
1: what and now out. you've got yeah.
0: drought, severe so. drought. So you've got a lot of um, fire material there uh, to burn. And, and the same in um, the Colorado Rockies, um, particularly over Wolf Creek Pass, where you know, we were monitoring that. It went from 40%, our estimation, 40% of the pines were dead, and then um, that jumped to about 75, 80% of the pines dead in that area, and you start to see some new growth coming back, but that started from drought, and then from there, the trees become stressed, and that that calls in the um, the bark beetle, and they do the final job of killing off the trees. So that is a big tinderbox there, and that's only going to be a lightning strike away before right. that goes up as well. So so there
1: are the many things that, that we were given by the ancients as predicted, and one of them is made in 2007, and Northern US has rumbling. Well, that could mean, um, Earthquakes, Earthquakes um, in, in uh, Washington, Oregon, uh, and possibly Northern California, which there was some rumblings.
0: I think they even mentioned Montana in this. Um, yeah. I didn't take the whole um, meditation or the whole uh, reading on this. I, I just took um, a part of it. So I think Montana was even mentioned in this. Um, The east is augmented by water and drought. So uh, we believe they're talking about the eastern side of the U.S., that there will be areas that will uh, be inundated with water while other areas have drought. And uh, you saw the trees surging with fire. Which is happening. Vermin arrive and arise. Again, this could be uh, the tree bark beetle. And it could be other things as well. Killing
1: the tree, right. So in October 2008, I got fire and water. Well, in the world today, Greece has huge fires. Turkey has huge huge fires. Other um, countries have huge fires. The United States have huge fires. Other areas have huge amount of water. China flooding all over over Indonesia. I mean, fire and water is going on everywhere
0: around the world. It is. Um, The outside entity influence, I'm not sure what they mean by that because I would say that um, they are not contributing to the fires. No. no. um, But the waters, they are starting to restructure the earth. And that is going to provide a new learning field for us as we enter into this new cycle of conceptual learning. So the earth is going to go through massive changes. Reshaping the earth. And and water is a part of that. So perhaps this outside entity influence is like One of the more more recent videos that we got where we were told that these particular um, very intelligent beings were going to begin begin restructuring the earth. And part of that is there will be more land surface that will be covered by water and it will be more tropical, it will be hotter and there, of course, it's going to be a lot of flooding.
1: We yeah, have to do this in order for the human race to um, reach, to understand the universal laws that that control basically all of the universe. I don't like to use the word control, that influence all the universe and, and become a part of the universal family. Mm-hmm. We, we must our act together
0: so moving on um they're talking about a complete discharge of electromagnetic energy remolding and reshaping earth as now known part of that uh, discharge of electromagnetic energy too um is going to like we mentioned earlier is going to contribute to weather pattern changes. And um, well, there, there's also, I'm just gonna interject this real quick. Um, man has been tampering with the atmosphere around earth, with the heart program, with other, other things that we're doing. It's, it's not just the United States, it's all over the globe. It's governments worldwide. Have been tampering with the atmosphere and the ionosphere, and it's causing an imbalance, and that
1: has to be corrected like also. You're trying to weaponize the weather system, right? Weaponize it against your enemies, to slow them down. So
0: when we tamper with nature, eventually that imbalance has to be corrected. And I would have to say that it's not going to be pleasant when that happens. So be, be prepared for any scenario. With well, that
1: being said, March 2011, water being pushed up out of the Oregon coast, that's, that's called a um, subduction zone that goes all the way from um, southern Canada. What is that? Um, up to up just above um, San Francisco. So yeah, to down, down to just above San Francisco. The
0: San Juan de
1: Fuca uh, subductions are. Yeah. So with that, I think it might come out of there. I'm not sure. But it's being pushed up and water boils like out of a pot. And that could be volcanic. There's a lot of volcanoes up in that whole uh, rim, the whole area. I'm seeing, uh fires. I saw huge amounts of fires in Oregon and Washington and up, up, up along the north coast uh, of California. So that, that's, that's happened right now.
0: And then there's more predictions. In June of 2012, we got prepare for the changes for the wind. They talked about there will be a period of time when there would be high, high winds different things coming, then have the tools ready for the land because these winds are really going to tear up the land and the floods are going to tear hey, up hey, the, land, about and, kind of and the land. When
1: the earth about the trees falling down and causing damage and, and water, All pushing, these changes. Pushing the earth from are, one place to another.
0: Yeah, so all these things are going to tear up the land. And so they're saying... To be to have your tools ready so that when all this starts to settle down, then you can start doing your farming and um, recultivating the land.
1: Yeah, and I remember I saw lots of land being beaten up, and I saw a huge. Keep seeing a lot of fire mm-hmm. all over.
0: Yes, yeah, all over the world. So uh, they're telling us give credence to what you have and what you can give, and so. To me, that speaks of what can I offer, if I have garden tools, what can I share into the, you know, community where we can come together to rebuild and to get food going again?
1: Yeah. So in August 2012, I keep seeing a big forest fire in the mountains and the canyon. Again, fire. And I don't know where, but it's large and mostly uninhabited by humans. Mm-hmm. And, and, and who knows where that is? Yeah, I think most front.
0: of these that they're talking about the U.S. because we live in the U.S., but it is going on globally. In June two thousand fourteen, we got fire will sweep the lands, many lost and overcome, overcome by the fire. And then June 2019, everything being controlled, they're talking about humans. Even where the rain is going to be, nothing is natural now. Seeing a whole lot of forest fires, a whole lot, almost uncontrolled, they will burn longer. And so part of this is the fact that man is trying to control nature and... We're using it against each other in the form of warfare, and everything has to come back into balance. These are the repercussions of our actions, um, the actions of humanity. So fires are forcing people out from where they think they should live. And this was a recent meditation where I had asked Is there another reason for the fires besides the obvious? You know, the obvious being severe drought and um, sparks coming off of PGE lines and um, people pulling over their carburetors not working right and they pull over on the side of the um, road the and the converter. catalytic converter starts the fire. You know, those are all obvious. But mm-hmm. is there another yeah. reason that's not so obvious? And they it kind of warning. surprised me. It was a warning of impending doom for these areas of concern. And they used this word, obligatory function of these areas on this sphere. So it, to me, says that, people who are living in areas where there's fire, there's more coming probably, you know, earthquakes, flooding, things along that line. And they're trying to get us out of those areas. So um, maybe there is some sort of outside entity influence. I don't know, but um, it's hard for us to understand that. being uh, a positive thing but there's something worse coming so maybe the the fire you know will save our life further down the road as it pushes us out of those areas to relocate in other areas that may be safer
1: yeah so with that um predictions for the rockies as of august the 20th that was this morning this morning 2021 So, effigy of the past, image of the past, forlorn is a bygone era. Hopeless, sad, destitute, forsaken, for the word forlorn means. So, say, forsaken is is a bygone era.
0: So, this whole past um, is culminating in all of this imbalance, this total control over humanity, over um the truth um it just goes on and on over yeah. the environment and so, so this is all going to um be a correction and rebalancing and a reconstruction of the earth to set things anew for the new cycle yeah. and we're going to look back on all these events with um images of the past that um, it's a sad period
1: of time. Yeah, we we have to forget the past. We can't be living in the past. And presumptive assessment is on the horizon. And so I think what they're saying
0: is that we're gonna be assessing this whole thing when they talk about something on the horizon, it's in the distant future, that we're gonna be looking back on this this period of time and, and, and discussing what we did wrong what changes were out of our control um, and 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 things that we can make change what we could have changed those sort of things we'll be analyzing in the future
1: unusual words this morning Ignatius will cease to exist a rumbling of the rock and I saw Colorado the the Rockies in Colorado
0: so Ignatius they explain is a complementary study of the Rockies. And I have to think that it's a study of the um, uh, igneous rock there, which is formed by volcan- uh, volcanoes. Mm-hmm. And simplicity is the cause. So, you know, the study of the Rockies and how they've been pushed up, there's just a simple, you know, this is what has been studied for years, but it is coming to a close because the Rockies are changing. Yeah. And
1: the brain says so the breaking of the conditions said a thousand years ago. And I saw things in Colorado were kind of set in the people living there in the way they should live a thousand years ago. And that's changed. That's changed completely now.
0: And then, um, it, it may also mean a breaking of the conditions set a thousand years ago where these mountains came together, that they were pushed, these land masses pushed together and, and pushed land up and created those Rockies. And now that's all set yep. to change. Yep. So that is up for anyone's interpretation. Um, time will always clarify for that for okay. us. So a new word. For location means before the light, and the light being the um, the information or the knowledge, and for location of the cause. So before the understanding of the cause, optimal discovery. So. Again, it's something we're going to be studying in the future to bring clarity to yeah. why all these changes will be occurring.
1: Yeah, so it's part of the restructuring of the continental divide I got. This is not the first time I've got. I got, sometime, several, several years ago, the splitting of the continental divide.
0: Yeah, so a massive change. And then another word now that word, uh, the root word, A-P-L means simple. So Appalachius is a simple discovery in the making and it's time. And they're referring to this part, a part of the restructuring of the divide. I asked this question this morning, will this event create earthquakes unknown to us at this time?
1: And those create earthquakes as they say in diverse places in places that normally don't happen i and, also and other places my
0: intent of that question was you know we have a richter scale that goes up to magnitude 10 as far as earthquakes is this something going to be of such magnitude that it is going to be greater than 10. this was really yeah. my intention However, I did not express that. So they will answer the question, literally how I I did ask it. Will this event create earthquakes unknown to us at this time? So I probably should have worded that differently.
1: So we must prepare. We must prepare for volcanic activity, for earthquake activity, for CMEs, for all these different things that could Flood, massive flooding, massive flooding, asteroid uh, incursion. There's different things,
0: disruption in the food supply. Have a
1: go bag, basically,
0: with the different
1: preparations.
0: Now, um, we really want to stress have stores of clean water. Um, You can take empty bottles from juice or. Tea or whatever you're,
1: yeah, or before. something it takes bottled a, water. They have thermos that opens up like a thermos, it opens up, takes the sun's rays, and heats the water. And this way, you can take water that basically, uh, well, you should not drink, and it'll purify, it'll it, purify it, it with the, the uh,
0: UV rays right. from the sun. It has to be filtered, though, to do that. Um, so you know, you can store water in all kinds of unusual places. You know, bottle empty bottles, fill them with clean water from the tap, put them in your closets, mm-hmm. under beds, and, and that sort of and thing. Take
1: coffee filters to filter the water. You may ha-
0: want to have coffee filters on hand or, to be able the, to filter water if it is an
1: extended yeah, period. That stuff you use, it's really lightweight. That you filter out your tinctures. You know, when you make it, your teachers, yeah. And you put that in there, you crush it, in your what's
0: that called? Uh, are you talking about a French press? No, no. A coffee no, press? No, the,
1: the, the, um, the um, fabric. Cheese cloth. Cheese cloth, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cheese cloth. <laughs> <laughs> it's lightweight and they can use that as a filter. Yeah. I We're going to have a little bit of a show cheese, and tell. But
0: cheese cloth. Yeah. I didn't put cheese cloth out, but. No. Um, I think most people know what cheesecloth is. Yeah. It's just like a gauze muslin, yeah. uh, very kind of a porous fabric made out of cotton.
1: Now you need to you need to be able to turn off your water supply when there's earth movement. Turn off your water supply and your gas to your house. If you don't have a turn off of water supply in your house, you need to put one on. It's,
0: it's real important to know this before you get to an emergency situation. We live in an area where we get hurricanes. And so um, we haven't lived here very long, but that being said, we've learned a few things when we have had hurricanes come through that um, are very important to making life easier and being able to survive at the same time.
1: Some of the things that we tell people to get like we got the it's called anchor i think <clears throat> and it's a charger small charger hold it up here oh, okay it's a small charger charge your phones and that can be gotten at walmart <clears throat> or best buy or any place like that
0: let me um i'm going to take this off of this um share screen here for a minute so we can open this up we've got um uh, some examples um so what we found was during one of our events we didn't have power for an extended period of time and couldn't charge our phones except in our cars so these are very useful to have they're at walmart and um you probably you know you can order them online best buy that that sort of thing Um, there's a range of charges this one will hold five charges and the price and kind of coincides with yeah. the amount of charges you get out of it
1: now, the other thing that's important is you're going to have light and we had but we not not only have flashlights but we have one here that lined up and just for a short period you, this also has a radio but it gives off light and this also has a radio and, and some of these you can, the news. you can you so can plug in just by too. Lighting, You can give yourself enough light, yeah, to be able to keep yourself from panicking.
0: Yeah, and, and like I said, some of them have a rechargeable battery yeah. in them, and, and they can be charged. Um, a uh, emergency radio is um, really important to have,
1: and really I believe this one Radio yeah. Shack or a small place like Radio Shack. This and one this also, also can be wise. wound up yeah.
0: and it has a flashlight on it. And it has an antenna. At least you can get
1: emergency um, warnings. Yeah, you got a flashlight and it's got emergency warning light. And it also have, uh, uh, it also run the radio, give you, this has not only the FM AM news, but also has the weather. And what's going to happen. Now, this runs off of um, different runs off of solar, runs off of the power. Here, it runs off a of battery. So, there's three or four different ways. Wind things up. That, yeah, wind up. So, three or four different ways you can keep this going to keep yourself informed on what's going on.
0: Another really neat thing is uh, this got solar this years ago. light bulbs. Yeah. And uh, this is a company called Nocaro, N O k-e-r-o and it looks like a light bulb what you do is you basically just hang it outside on um on something during the day
1: when the sunlight
0: actually charge it turn it it this way and it has a um, solar uh, panel on the top And then at nighttime, you can can bring bring it in in and just hang it from something and you've got a light bulb. So those are kind of um, a convenience item. Uh, Kent can talk to you about his feelings on candles.
1: (laughs) I've been on enough fires with candles. Um, People ignite a candle and then they end up going to bed and not blowing the candle out and the candle actually melts down and causes a fire in the house and burns one house, one room down and burns the whole house down. We had an experience. Um, I talked him
0: into like letting, he, he notoriously will not let me burn candles. Um and Unless we were
1: right there with the candle and yeah. then blow it out when you leave. But
0: we, at one point, had a hot tub, and I talked him into lighting candles in the house, and then we went out and got into the hot tub, come running in the house all wet, and it was cold. So we went running to the bedroom to change and get warm, dry off, and get warm, forgot all about the candles. Yeah. I got up the next morning and I had melted wax all over the carpet. And so I was frantically trying to clean it up. before he to, got, got up. <laughs> you
1: got know, her. Yeah. Well, candles burn. All night. <laughs> so, so, I mean, those are experiences that everyone, yeah.
0: most everyone has had. And and you can attest to the fact that a lot of fires are started by candles. Yeah. So he doesn't recommend candles. I do have, we have um, you know, this is a, a wine bottle that um, we cut the top off of and there's a candle inside of it. You notice the
1: candle is shorter than the wine bottle.
0: Yeah. That's and, a whole lot more preferable. And there's a space around it so that it does have um, somewhere to go when the wax melts, it can go down inside and it's not going to spill. But you have to put it in a place that's not going to get tipped over. And then um, we, we suggest that you get stocked up on some foods that don't require cooking. And there's um, things as simple as, uh, okay, um, protein bars.
1: And these have 21 grams of protein. These can be gotten at Sam's Club or, or probably um, the other place down there. <laughs>
0: Costco. Costco or Sam's Walmart. Nut.
1: Yeah. Well not Walmart, nuts. Things Sam's like that. Costco.
0: Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You and, know, and simple.
1: And peanuts. You're gonna you're gonna hang out and wait for things to change. You need peanuts that helps.
0: So uh, Kent always says peanuts <laughs> when he really okay, means mixed nuts. Nick's nuts. But peanuts work too. Then there's things like this. Okay, this put out by Seeds of Change, which actually they started out as a seed production um, company and now have gotten into uh, some of these prepackaged foods. It's already cooked. It's actually kind of squishy. And um, you don't necessarily have to heat it up. You could open the package and just eat it off the shelf. It does not require refrigeration. And then you have things like this where... Okay, this is um, mashed potatoes. This is not one of my favorite things. You know, all of these things usually have um, some sort of preservative in them that, um, and this one is organic. So yeah, okay. this is certified organic. It's not gonna have preservatives. This has preservatives. It does require some hot water and you have to have clean water. Yeah.
1: So these are very good to
0: have. And there's an number we of keep, sort We of keep products. these
1: things in a five gum in the bucket that we um we get either at um, a
0: good seal you know this
1: was used for icing and for food grade um food grade products buckets
0: just visit your local grocery store the bakery department they have these buckets with lids and um not all of them have a rubber seal in them like a ring type seal but it's nice when you can get them. Um, when we lived in Colorado, there was a big demand for them and they, um, would charge a buck or two because there were so many people asking for them, but where we live now, nobody thinks about it. So when I go into the, the bakery asking (laughs) for their used buckets, um, more than
1: happy to get rid of them. Well, they know.
0: usually look at it yeah. kind of strange, like, what are you going to do with that? Because it's all goopy with frosting or, you know, filling yeah. for cakes. Now, well, um, as far as hygiene is concerned, right now is so, really important. a really good time to get stocked up on your hand gel, Um masks, things like that, because this pandemic's not going anywhere soon. And these here, I think we paid, what, 50 cents for this. You can find really good deals on hand gel right now. And as winter approaches, you're going to see that price go way sky high again, like it was last year. Um, Women get stocked up on your female sanitary supplies diapers for the kids, and then um, this is what I call my, um, um, my improvised bidet.
1: <laughs> so We get the kind of even has the curved tip on it. Yeah,
0: they make them with a longer tip that's angled off to the side, and so that makes it a little handier to reach certain areas that, for cleaning purposes after toileting. So just fill it with some warm water or water. It'd probably not be warm if you're out of power. Um, Fill it with some water, and you can use that if you don't have toilet paper. So toilet paper is another good one to get stocked up
1: on. But when you do run out and you can't get any more, those are really will become in handy.
0: The one thing that we found when we had we were out of power for an extended period of time is that to flush the toilet, it takes huge amounts of water. And you will go through your water supply, the it's stores nothing, of water, and nothing, nothing flat. Out. Just trying to flush the yeah. toilet. So, you know there's that old saying like, saying, "If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down." Yeah. And um, that really applies to those periods of time when you don't have electricity. But I would also say, or stock water. up on large amounts of water. Yeah. You can have your water bottles, but it would really be advisable if you go down um, and get yourself a, a rain barrel at least one if if not more you have
1: 99 dollars to do that
0: yes about a 100 bucks and um a lot of them have a spigot at the bottom where you could hook up um a hose to but you can also use it as a faucet to just fill up a jug and take it in the house and that way that'll give you some more water to flush the toilet with they're
1: about 50 gallons yeah
0: and And, What we did was there's, it's usually set up where it has like this grate at the top. Um, It's more square, but it's a grate that has um, a little bit of a screen on top, but it's not going to filter small stuff. It's only going to filter like big leaves. And what we did was we just filled it with um, water out of the hose Filled it up, and we went down to the hardware store and got rubber gasket material. So it's this thin sheet of rubber, and we cut it to the size of that um, grate. Took the grate off because it's on with little um, Screw. screws on it. Yeah, and took it off and put that that rubber gasket on top, and then put the secured the the grate back on top with the screws so that that water would um, remain filtered and um, relatively relatively clean. We'll still put it through the um, air, uh, I mean, not the the air, the um, the water filtering system. So there's a couple of water filtering systems out there. One is Berkey. And it does not require that you have to um, replace the filters every month. In fact, you can have a filter for like five years and not have to replace it. They're high density charcoal filter. It is a um, two canisters, one fits on top of the other. They're stainless steel and it has a spigot at the bottom and their claim to fame is you just, you can pour pond water in it and it'll filter out all the bad germs um, and it still be safe to drink. Um, you, you're going to have to, if you're pulling water out of a pond or something like that, you're going to have to filter it first for all that particulate matter before you put it in. And then the other thing is, is that there's another company that came out with um, a, a very similar product a few years ago called Aqua Pure, it same works sort of thing. The same, works it's, the same way. it's actually cheaper, and the um, and the filter also filters uh, fluoride without having to buy an extra fluoride filter.
1: Yeah. So all these things need to go into a go pack that we talked about. Uh, just put enough for your family, and create this go pack. That you need to keep on hand and you know where everything's at. So if you need it, you don't have to be running all over trying to find different things. Yeah, all together. And you know, you need
0: to have a backup plan in case you get flooded out or you have a hurricane or you have a tornado, Uh because all of these scenarios are possible.
1: Volcanic activity, volcanic
0: earthquake activity. Um, have a backup plan um, where you can go to stay if your house is not livable or not safe at that time. Um, Some other things that we want you to think about is um, you um, should secure your hot water heater with plumber's tape or hot water heater brace um, so that that does not, if you're in um, earthquake, that, that is not going to tip over. Well, especially
1: if you have gas of your hot right. water heater.
0: And again, learn, know where your hot water, uh, your, um, I'm sorry, your water main turnoff is, and the valve, and the gas, yeah. because we're told that gas lines will break, and that will cause even more fires yeah, too.
1: Moving breakables from the high location as well i was telling renee you really can't do that so much because you don't know when this is going to happen unless you're given a warning um that impending in the next uh, week so there's going to be a say an earthquake of such such magnitude in a certain spot then you can move your things but otherwise you have no idea when this is going to happen but so you't know, get tied to those There are some
0: things that you can do. And and it's not so much the preservation of that item as it is the safety of it. However, we have a dear friend who has canned foods that are stored on top of um, the cabinets. And so um, if you don't want to lose your food supply... You need to to take those glass bottles of food down and store them down on the ground somewhere, put them in the garage or something like that so that you don't lose your food supply. Now, um, have paper plates and plastic cups on hand and toilet paper. The reason why we say um, plastic cups and paper plates is... Well, if if you have massive earth movement, dishes break yeah. and you need, you know, some sort of a backup for that.
1: Yeah, alternate toilet, you know, you, you can have an alternate toilet, but you're going to have to find a discretionary place to go to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you might want to form
0: some sort yeah, of a loop yeah. with uh, loop, loop a, a sheet around it, around it or something, something like yeah. that. Um, You can buy these five-gallon buckets at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart. And um, there's also in the camping section, there's a um, toilet seat and bags that will line those buckets that will fit on top of that five-gallon bucket. They're made for that purpose. And so just check out like Walmart's camping section or Target online you'll you'll be able to find it yeah um keep your medications refilled as
1: much as you can i know they are a limited amount so you can do the best you can with that
0: and then stock up on bandages betadine i recommend betadine over hydrogen peroxide hydrogen peroxide um it, it it's cheap that's the benefit of it is you can buy it on sale sometimes as cheap as like 50 cents for a bottle however once you yes. open it it starts to degrade right. as soon as you open it so that if it sits on the shelf for a year it's really not going to be as very very effective the other thing is is that it can cause damage to normal tissues because it's, it's pretty pretty h- yeah. harsh on yeah on your tissues betadine does cost more however it'll last a long time and you you apply it and allow it to dry before you cover it so it's during yeah yeah, it needs to sit there long enough until it's dried before it, it has done its job and then then you can cover it um
1: and basic then bas- basic
0: meals. medical supplies. Yeah. It would help to have like an ACE bandage.
1: You just well, don't you know, know when. Only so much you can put in your thing. But right. uh, anti-neal uh, uh, like support.
0: Yeah. You it, know, things to keep you from than, getting infected. Right. If you have dishes breaking, you're going to end up possibly with cuts, you need to be able to prevent yourself from getting infected.
1: Because you don't want to get infected because there won't be any physicians or doctors. And and flooding,
0: when you have flooding issues, even during a hurricane and the flooding from that, um, what happens is that all this raw sewage gets swept up in that water and it's um, highly contaminated. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of chemicals in it. So if you've got any cuts, this is going to be a real source of um, contamination and infection. And you don't want to be fighting a, a massive infection during these times.
1: No. So you stock up on food that can be eaten without, again, without cooking.
0: So canned food, shelf-stable food, and um, the other option would be to be prepared to cook on a barbecue. You gotta yeah. if you use propane, you gotta be stocked up on propane. But um, if you have a, a charcoal barbecue, you can stock up on your charcoal. But, but you if can you, also use wood. Yeah, if you have access to wood, you can put wood and you in can your always barbecue. You get
1: access to wood.
0: Not necessarily, in not forest, in big cities. Well, not in
1: big not cities. Not in big yeah. cities.
0: And so, so um, or, or subdivisions that are fairly new. But if you
1: have, and also if you have canned foods, rotate it Yes. after a while. Don't just yeah. leave it sit for a couple of years. I, I learned
0: it. that lesson yes. where I had um, stocked up on food for that day coming and thought it was going to arrive earlier than it is. And all that food went bad and I had to throw a bunch mm-hmm. of it out and start over again, which was total waste. So, so do date your food, do put the oldest stuff forward and, and rotate it so that you don't lose um, your valuable mm-hmm. food supplies.
1: If you can, if you can have a five gallon of fuel.
0: Gas, gasoline,
1: gasoline in case, but that also after like um, 90 days uh, needs to be used and, and replenished. Yeah.
0: yeah. So um, gasoline does go bad. Um, it's good to have it in case your electricity goes out. If you have widespread electrical out um, outages, Maybe the gas station won't even be open. Um, And so in that case, it would be really great to have that that extra supply of gasoline on hand. So we
1: we talked about the toiletry supplies, the diapers and things like that, Um, some bars of soap, etc.
0: The last thing that we want to discuss is most of us are keeping all of our um, contact information on our cell phones now. And when the cell phone battery is drained and we don't have the alternate charger and we don't have electricity, um, and you know it depends, everybody's situation is different. Most of us have a vehicle that we could charge it in, but um, we may be left in a situation where We don't have access to our contact names and phone numbers and addresses. And people, older people like us have an address book. Like you, what are you talking (laughs) about? But um, the younger generation does not um, subscribe to the idea of having an address
1: book or for that matter,
0: maps, yeah. which are going to you be know, very um, valuable Your GPS
1: too. is going to be non-existent.
0: So it's always a good no, idea a to at least write down um, your contact phone numbers of your, your emergency contacts. At least put it in your wallet or s- someplace in your emergency uh, go pack or whatever, Um, So that you can have access to um, addresses and phone numbers of people you may want to contact in case of an emergency. And then have maps um, of areas that you might be visiting.
1: Have that in your car. Now, with that said, speak to your kids if they are within the same state. Speak to your relatives that you really love, and try to work out a place to meet in case of severe catastrophic incident, such as a huge massive volcano, super volcano going off, or something that's gonna affect the whole world. Try to come together to meet in a particular place, on say two days, three days after the event occurs.
0: And if you are expecting that you will be receiving people, perhaps you're in a location that's not so affected. Um, It would be a good idea to get caught up, stocked up rather on uh, those uh, food and supplies, um, toiletries, um, diapers, feminine products all water all of the above to to stock up on that even more than what your own needs are if you are expecting to be receiving family or friends
1: so with this information that we've just given i hope we have not become overwhelmed you in any sense but had we Meant to have you start thinking about preparing for the things that may or may not happen. But if it doesn't happen, none of that stuff is wasted.
0: You will still use right. it all. If
1: it does happen, then you'll be glad you prepared. But we want to thank you for listening to our jabbering say or whatever, but trying to give bits of information and experiences that we've run into. Um, and to clarify what you may or may not need.
0: Thank you for joining us. Please subscribe. And if you, instead of subscribing, like to just receive our video in your inbox, in your email, you can um, subscribe to our MailChimp mailing at our website, verdiance.com.
1: That's V-E-R-D-I. A-N-C-E.
0: And uh, we are on, as well as YouTube, we're on Rumble, um, Bitshoot, Bit um, Brighteon. And, and podcast. we have a podcast on Anchor, Anchor and, um, and all the other major uh, podcasts. So you can find us there. So peace be with you on your journey to enlightenment. Take care of yourself, prepare, stock up, and um and then you won't be stressed because you will be prepared. Have <laughs> a oh, great week. Bye-bye now.